How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Kiss Kiss Game Game, the bi-weekly slash bi-monthly podcast, depending on who you ask, all about relationships and video games. Uh, I'm Andrew Cogswell, one of your hosts, along with my compatriot, as always, Jessica Howard. Hi, guys. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. good. Yeah, a day <laughs> off. Had a nice day to relax. Mm. It was good. Uh, and this week's episode, or I guess guest on this episode, is none other than Miss Joey Noel. Hello! Hi, Joey! <laughs> How are you, Joey? I'm really good. Thanks for having me on. I feel Thank like you for coming on. I've, when, as soon as you guys announced that you guys are doing this podcast and you announced the name, I was like, that's dope. And I, <laughs> I love everything about the idea and the name and everything. So I'm excited to be here. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, we're happy to have you. We talked about we talked with you about this. I think either right before we launched or right after we launched. Yeah, when you guys were in town for first Friday. Yeah, so this has been in the making for four months now. Quite some time, (laughs) yeah, for sure. Yeah, it it's and we've talked about this before. It's so hard to get guests on when you only do two episodes a month. Um, Oh yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that we're booked into August right now. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I feel like. It, when it's two episodes a month, yeah, it just flies by, and you're like, oh, that's a very long time until we can add anybody else to the list. So thanks for fitting it's, me in. No, yeah, definitely. Oh, of course, yeah. Well, no, it's, it's... It's... You waited four months. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Joey, if for some reason, if somebody listening to our podcast doesn't know who you are, where are you from? Where can, we, where can they find you? What do you do? Um, I work with Tell us about yourself. all of those crazy boys over at Kinda Funny and slash Kinda Funny <laughs> Games, depending on who you're asking. Um, so okay. yeah, I do some community management, some of our social media management, uh, some production coordinating, a little bit of everything, kind of whatever needs to get done in any given day. Um, so it's a, okay. always keeping me on my toes. Um, and then yeah, occasionally I pop on for like the morning show or whatever, but you probably just know me from the internet, and if you've ever mentioned kind of funny on Twitter, I've probably stalked your profile. <laughs> so, question about social media management for kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Why is it so easy for Andy to steal the password to the Twitter account? You know, I ask myself this all the time. I was genuinely confused when he posted last night. He posted some, like, equivalent of, like, a shower thought, but for the yeah. Vertical Horizon song, and I was like, I literally changed the password yesterday. I don't know how that doesn't kick everybody off and, like, have to re-log in on their phone. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Because Twitter, it had that security breach yesterday. So, like, everybody had to change passwords, and he still got it. Yeah, and he was – because I even asked him before I left yesterday. of like, hey, do you need the new Twitter password? I know that you, like, use it. And he's like, no, it's okay. I think it'll be fine on my phone. And then, of course, I was – or I see it last night, like (laughs) – that's hilarious. I saw Travis Starkey respond to Andy's response. Was saying, I'm, I'm assuming this is just Andy having a conversation with himself. And you know, sometimes I feel like that's it is. pretty common. Sometimes yeah, I, it is. I feel like it's more common than some people think. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, I know that I talk to myself a lot, but Andy, I feel like, is he. The thing that I always have problems with when I do kind of funny social media stuff is I never want to like something on the kind of funny account that I've posted, like from mm-hmm. my personal account. But Andy is like very shameless and like, no, I'm funny. Like, I'm going to like it. <laughs> Dang it. Um, oh. But, yeah. And then it's funny to see other responses of, like, whenever I post something that's, like, funny. People are always like, oh, mm. that Andy. What a jokester. I'm like, hey, I can be funny, too. It's not always I, Andy. Funny. <laughs> of course. The, the, the women can't be funny trope rears oh. its ugly head. I, I try and not kidding. do that. And, like, the boys are really good about whenever they bring me in for a bit. I'm not always, like the straight man or like coming in as like the oh well you're not supposed to do that 
Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You don't play the mom, yeah. which I've noticed a lot, which is good. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Like I, you're such a natural fit with it. Like anything that you like, any time that you've been on the show, it's always been great. Yeah, and it, I mean it's kind of true. I'm usually the instigator, so <laughs> especially when it comes to poking fun at Kevin, because oh, most yeah. of the time he deserves it. Poor Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Okay, so that's Joey in a in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this week, Joey, you wanted to talk about Florence. I which do is a first for us because it's our first mobile game. Yeah. Oh, it is. I so feel like we've done... mobile games are not usually known for being, like, big talking points, especially I mean, story-wise. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, aside from the, the deep relationships in Clash of Clans, I mean, right? I can't think exactly. of a single mobile <laughs> Those, game. Yeah. That Candy well, Crush lore is real deep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and I feel like um, lately, too, the only mobile games that have really been talked about, aside from probably Florence, which did get some traction, mm-hmm. are like Pokemon Go and uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yeah. Super, like Mario Run and stuff like that. The so, Nintendo stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like all the Nintendo stuff that's more interactive, with the exception of like Mario, or Mario, yeah, it's Mario Run, it's Sonic Jump. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the ones that people talk about um florence is kind of it's interesting because it has that visual novel feel to it yeah but it's yeah, a mobile game so it's it's cool i yeah i loved so, it even from seeing like just the initial like screenshot and the art i was like oh mm-hmm. this has a really cool aesthetic that i don't feel like i see a lot in mobile games i feel like it's usually like super bright colors in your face kind of stuff and this was like way more muted and mellow i was like oh that looks and i just really like annapurna games in general um, so I, that kind of got on my radar a little bit all just because of, um, them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause they're the ones they put out like what remains of Edith Finch and everything. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still need to play that. Um, I'm, I fell behind on getting, getting that when last, the end of last year when all that was happening. Yeah. I haven't um, finished it, but what I did play, I really liked. I just kind of like got caught up in. The endless backlog of things. Oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> Story of my life right now. Yeah. Like, I'm loving God of War, yet still I think I've only, I'm like a third of the way through it. I'm just pretty similar. I'm so busy. And I can't find I any of my it. controllers right now, so that makes it hard. <laughs> that, yeah, it makes it incredibly hard. Yeah. I, like, cleaned my room, and I'm like, I don't know where I put anything now. So I'm yep. just going to steal one from work this weekend so I can maybe finish God of War. There you go. There Just, you go. Jessica cleaned up something. Oh, she cleaned up the desk in our room, and put everything away and today I asked her I'm like where's the three hole punch and she's like I don't know where was the last place it was I was like it's on the desk and she's like I don't know where it's like you literally cleaned the desk she's like I don't know where I put it my life is a mess no I totally feel you the controller that used to live on the floor next to my nightstand not there anymore and now I don't know where to go so I totally feel you so Florence is what is Florence Um, I will I would say like I said it's a it's a visual okay um novel type game or interactive story whatever mm-hmm. you want to say uh it was published by the australian studio mountains okay um and i guess it came out for uh i on ios on valentine's day this year Is that yeah really and then it came out a- yeah i didn't know yeah, i didn't realize it, the connection with like valentine's day but that totally makes sense i know it came out ios yeah on valentine's day it was and it took a while for it to come to android I, it mm-hmm. was only actually a month i think it came oh, out yeah. the following month like march 14th oh, for okay. uh android well to be completely transparent i literally played it this morning for the first time <laughs> um but that's kind of what's been... nice about it is that you can jump in. It only takes 40 minutes. It's not like a yeah. huge, long story game, which I appreciate. Because mm-hmm. um, as much as I love that, it's like, I feel like the older I get, the more I appreciate the shorter experiences. Granted, they're not usually mm-hmm. 40 minutes. Um, yeah. But I don't necessarily have, like, I can't play 
100 hour games all the time as much as i love persona <laughs> Exa- no exactly and exactly and what she said is great because you said like oh it's shorter experiences they're not usually 40 minutes yeah and shorter experiences now are like oh it's eight hours it's like that's a work shift yeah mm-hmm. uh and that's a lot to dedicate to uh, a game. Well, and I think especially with it being a mobile game too. Um, like for I'm, I'm I'm a console gamer most of the time. Like yeah. sometimes I'll play on my computer, but it's it's mostly console just because I like having like the big screen and everything. Yeah. So the amount of mobile games I play is really really small. Yeah. <laughs> so I like for me, forty minutes on a mobile game is like perfect because I really don't want to be looking down at my phone for like four hours. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I like that they broke this up into chapters, so you could even do it in smaller segments. And that if you had. 10 minutes before something started or after or before bed yeah, or anything y- like that. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it was, it's nice because too, because with mobile, your battery games are usually drain on your battery. Mm-hmm. So a 40 minute game is perfect. Cause that's not going to eat away your battery. But if you had an, if it's an eight hour experience, yeah. if you're in an airport or something trying to play that, that's going to kill your battery. A hundred percent. And then so. you play the game of like, okay, well I can get to 20% and then I can listen to music for a little bit before I know that I'm going to get home in an hour. And it's like, oh, this is, yeah. that's yeah. not the fun game to have to play. No, no. But Florence is a fun game. To play. It Florence is, is a, yes. Um, so, Joey, why did you pick Florence? Um, so, in all honesty, I picked Florence because I haven't finished a ton of games this year because <laughs> I've been playing Persona 5. Um, so, when you guys hit me up about this, I was like, shoot, out of the games that I have played lately, I feel like the one like the ones with relationships were a little bit limited and then i remembered that i played florence and it had such an impact on me in that 40 minutes i was like oh yeah. of course that's exactly what i want to talk about um it did a really good job of i mean it obviously catered towards me directly because it has like a very like 500 days of summer ish kind of storyline and feel which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies um, I'm so glad you brought that up because, like, I was going to say that during this episode because yes. <laughs> it totally feels like that movie. So, yeah, I'll let you continue, but yeah, I'm really like happy. That, that or, up. like, a La La Land, like, anything kind of in that general genre, whatever that is. Um, and I like the, I don't know, I felt like it gave a really realistic portrayal of relationships. Like, it's not always these, like, crazy, like, all-encompassing love stories with, like, magical happy endings. Spoilers. Sorry if you haven't played it. If you haven't stopped it, or if you haven't stopped this podcast to listen to it before now, I'm sorry. You're probably yeah. going to get spoiled. Um, We're always so bad about doing spoiler warnings really early in the episode, but I, I feel like people get it at this point. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so yeah, it was one of those things where I, there's so many different parts of this game that I thought were done really well um, mm-hmm. that I, it's on my list for, like, my favorite games that I've played this year uh, for sure. And I think it just does, it's a, like the mechanics aren't anything crazy, but what they managed to do with it, I think are really profound too. Um, Yeah. And so. Oh yeah. yeah, No, it's in like, I thought it was so incredibly clever. Like Mm -hmm. as far as mechanics go, like one of my favorite things about that game is the dialogue where like you kind of fit the puzzle pieces. And like at first it's really hard because you're like not sure of what to say. And it just, it kind of like emulates a relationship Mm -hmm. in its early stages. And then as you go, it's super comfortable. Like you You just just, drag it in. Yeah. You just drag it in. And then, you know, later on it it gets harder. And like when you're fighting, it's jagged as opposed to, you know, like the curved pieces that fit together. Yeah. And even Um, the part where like, the balance of the conversation of like one person's winning and one person's not like that I thought was really good too of like how that changes the dynamics and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it was like it's, it's just such a clever like and kind of just a really gripping kind of like emotional concept for like playing a game. It's it, mm-hmm. I, I really loved it when it started happening. I was like, this is brilliant. And I even just I just was sitting here as I was <laughs> playing it. And I even said to her like, this speech bubble thing is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I liked it. My favorite their part about it was they didn't overuse it. Yeah. Like you weren't because that, I mean they're they're simple puzzles. Like no matter if you're at the beginning of the game or the end of the game, they're simple puzzles. Mm-hmm. But so like doing the same thing over and over would get really tedious, but they didn't, they didn't overuse it at all, which made the pacing really good. Yeah. Um, and made it still fun when you got to the mm-hmm. end. Cause you're like, yeah, I know what I'm doing, but like, it still had meaning to it. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like just an activity to add time. Uh, which I mean, it's 40 minutes. So they could have very easily milked that system to add more time. Yeah. If they but I like to. that they like knew what story they wanted to tell and weren't willing to, um, like, compromise that or try and make it longer or anything like that Mm -hmm. the one thing i was surprised about with the dialogue was the fact that uh as you guys started as the characters started fighting the dialogue didn't get harder no like revert back and i was surprised by that Mm -hmm. uh but at the same time it makes sense because when you when you know each other and your fight it's so easy to throw things because you know what pushes the other person's exactly what's gonna get them riled up what are the things that are like gonna dig a little bit um yeah and you know what they're going to counter with, too, at the yeah. same time. No, it, and, and which makes that whole, like, rapid conversation towards the end so much more ingenious. Because, you exactly, you know what they're going to counter with. They, you know their, their format, how they fight, um, and how they react. So it makes that much, so much more believable. I love it. Yeah, and because it's, of, like, was, that, I haven't played it in, like, obviously, like, a month or two. But, like, because yeah. of the way that the conversation, like, tilts and balances... I feel like mm. I felt myself for sure getting like riled up, like, oh my gosh, like I'm losing. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally did. Oh gosh, that all, all of the mechanics. I'm just like thinking about like all the various things. Now, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things is when you are um, like following the music to uh, meet him for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Like that part's really lovely. And it's like floating. Um, yeah, like- it's so in like just the color shifts and, and it's just like you're kind of transported to like that state of falling in love and like meeting somebody. Um, and then when, you know, she crashes her bicycle and she sees him standing and you have to kind of like adjust the focus, focus. to yeah. Yeah. line the photo. Oh, there's just, there's so many brilliant things that they did in that game. And I really, it's, it's very artistic. Yeah. It's, it's so simple. Like, and that's the thing. It's so simple, but at the same time, it's very profound. Like mm-hmm. what they did with those simple mechanics. Um, one of my favorite parts was so early in the game, you paint a picture of him what's Krish is Krish, his name. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, you paint a picture of him and he's got the yellow background uh, which is kind of his color and then later on in the game you see that picture again and you have to scratch it off and to show him actually being upset and sad and frustrated with his life mm-hmm. and I loved I loved that um, you loved watching him be miserable yeah exactly <laughs> I, uh, yeah, uh, I wanted him to be miserable and unhappy because Florence was unhappy no I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> Sides. I, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I li- I liked the uh, the the you know the rose color colored glasses at the beginning of the relationship and how that changes and you start to see them. Oh yeah, the color palette are. is yeah. it's very like romantic when they first meet. You yeah. have like the pinks and the yellows yeah. and greens and just like bright colors, and then it, it turns a lot more dull. It like the colors definitely fade. Yeah. And, but then when Florence kind of like reclaims herself and and starts to you know pursue the art career that she's always wanted, you kind of see all of that color come back into her life. Yeah, yeah. and I like that they show kind of like a full circle of yeah things don't always work out with somebody and. Mm-hmm. 
it sucks. And, but like, there's life after that. And it's not like, it's not like a, that's the end of your life. There's redemption and there is movement and you go towards something else and you can find fulfillment in other things other than relationships and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And that's one thing I love too, is cause they didn't make the game end with like her finding someone else. Yeah. Like it just ended with her like being like, I'm doing my own thing. I'm successful. Like I think her mom and her have a better relationship. Mm-hmm. Cause like throughout the game, your mom calls a little bit and you kind of just dismiss her and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. I did that a lot. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then like whenever you have the breakup, you know, your mom calls and you talk to her a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. and so it kind of just shows like, you still have your support systems even after a breakup. You still have yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I think it's a really great message for it to end on. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, one, my, my, speaking of the ending, um, one of my favorite parts was the fact that, yeah, she didn't get uh, into a relationship at the end. Like, that's not how it resolved itself. But also, she, she realized what she wanted to do in the chapter specifically called Dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, her and Krish both realized what they wanted to do and kind of pushed each other to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, she learned something from the relationship and carried it on, which I think is so important. I think a lot of people tend to forget about with the relationship is every relationship, no matter how shitty it ended, like, is there something to learn from, from it? Yeah. And I've always been a big proponent of that. I'm not always the best at doing it. Um, but she did. And like, I loved that mm-hmm. because that's how I've always looked at relationships. It's like, yes, this sucks now. Like, either being dumped or breaking up with someone but it's like i can learn something from this i can better myself and so she realized what she wanted and she got it something i I love too is like kind of on the same topic um as that is whenever she's packing up and leaving her office job to go actually pursue her career as an artist Mm -hmm. the last thing that she finds when she's cleaning out her cubicle is like the photo of them together that Mm -hmm. she used to keep yeah and it's really cool because it's like you can either choose to get rid of the photo or take it with you oh i didn't know that so oh i didn't yeah oh I did not know. So that. I, at least I'm, I'm pretty sure because I think Erica got rid of it when okay. she played through it. Um, but you can choose to get rid of it or keep it, and it's kind of nice because I think it, it kind of lets the person who's playing like immerse themselves in the game and like how how do you feel about relationships personally? You yeah. know what I mean? Like do you do you carry it with you and not hold the anger, or do you you know kind of let go and, and move on? Like I because I, I know people who will burn bridges as soon as the relationship ends. They're like, I'm blocking them on Facebook. I'm deleting their number. Like they <laughs> yeah. just go off the deep end with it. And like I've never understood that. But for some people, that's how it is. And so I think the ending of that game, if if you can get rid of it, because you said you pretty I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure Erica did. I yeah. think when she my, my little sister, she played it. Yeah. I, I think I'm pretty sure she got rid of the photo. And so it's cool that yeah that they did let people kind of take agency on how they treat relationships. Yeah, that, that's that's really cool. For sure. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know you could get rid of it. I just put it in the box. Yeah, I didn't know that you yeah. could not. I didn't know that there was like an option there. I just thought it was like part of the storyline. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of get when people like not necessarily burn bridges, but like block people and do all of that. Just because for me, I feel like it's so tempting to like check back in to see what they're doing and stuff like that, or like yeah. read into things. And like for my own like personal healing and like well being, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I need like a clean break. But then I think once you move past that, the doors, like, do open back up of, like, hey, like, now that I've healed and, like, gone through all of this, I'm in a different spot. I've, like, I've kind of come to terms with everything. Like, I'm okay with seeing, like, seeing you. And it's totally fine to, like, run into someone at, like, a grocery store or a restaurant and be like, oh, my gosh, how are you? And do that catch up of, like, I cared about you. And, like, to some degree, I still do. Like, I want you Mm -hmm. to be happy and I want you to doing what you love and stuff like that um and so i don't know how i ended up on that tangent uh, no i'm i'm no, the, i'm the same way as you though joy like i i totally get it either way it's like different people need 
different they, they have different ways of healing and don't um, get me wrong i'm not i'm not giving people shit for doing <laughs> oh, that yeah, i no. understand why okay so I, I just want to make that clear i understand why people do that <laughs> if that's how you deal with stuff that's totally fine mm-hmm. i just for me that's not what i do yeah so um to me it seems like a foreign idea but i do get why and then i think for me yeah. if i was florence in that moment depending on what stage of like processing i'm in i could totally see myself either leaving it and being like no i'm done or like if it i had had more time and like to process and reflect on things of like no like that what like i love that picture i love that memory and taking it with me um yeah so that i think is kind of cool now knowing that you could do that of like oh that's a cool choice to be able to have and like Mm -hmm. just to reflect on yeah, no, I, I'm. I, it's one of the. I think it's the only really choice you can make in the game. It's I everything think else. So. I mean, linear. you can also like whenever they're moving in oh, and yeah, moving that. out, you yeah. can kind of like choose what possessions like, and and that's another one. But really, other than that, there's not a whole yeah. lot. And that doesn't really have any impact. No, I don't think. So. I don't. I don't think it really I, impacts. I I tried to make it very equal on stuff. <laughs> His stuff and Florence's stuff. I tried to. I tried to split it down the middle. Yeah. The bookshelf was hard. It was hard. <laughs> Well, and then yeah. I was coming at it from, like, an aesthetic way of, like, okay, well, what things, like, fit? Yeah. And, like, what kind of goes together? And I was like, I am way overthinking this. Well, with the bookshelf, I was like, okay, like, I'm a music person. I was like, got to have that record that player. That record player but then I still. also, I was, but then I was like, then I also have to put the records because there's no point in having the record exactly. player if he doesn't have any records. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it was kind of like a bundle package and it wasn't. It wasn't fair, Krish. <laughs> I know. You got two items for, that had to go yeah. together. Um, yeah. The kitchen stuff I think I cared less about, but there were some of like, well, I have to have spices. Like, we yeah. have to have like boring ass food. <laughs> well, yeah, like, right. <laughs> well, like Florence had a toaster when Chris moved in. He also brought a toaster, so I got rid of Florence's toaster yeah. for Chris's toaster just to make him feel better. Which um, one of them had though... a? Did one of them have a blender, or did they both have a blender? I don't think either of them had a blender. I, thought, I, I honestly maybe, don't remember. Maybe it's the toaster remember. that I'm thinking of. I remember that there was like one appliance that was like kind of retro and cool, and one that yeah, was... that was. Krish's toaster yeah. was kind of yellow and retro-y looking. And the other yeah. one was like just kind of like a basic toaster. Yeah, That's like stainless steel, yeah. like white bread toaster. And I was yeah. like, oh, I like the like cool toaster better. And it's exactly. like one point for you. You can have the cool toaster. <laughs> exactly. They did have the same spice though. And I'm really mad I didn't notice because I put Krish's spice up even though Florence already had. I was like, damn it. Now we got too much salt. But now you're going to have but. really good food. So <laughs> That's true. But spoiler alert, even more salt at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, sure. uh, no, I mean, I, I, part of the thing that I loved about this and the reason why I took so long to play it is because when I have Android, so I had, it, I had to wait. Mm. Um, and then like we, we talked to you a couple weeks ago and you said, we want to do Florence. It's like, cool. Let's do it. And I was like, I should play this. I should play this. I should play this. And I was like, I'm really busy with work right now. I know I can knock this out in 30 minutes. Like I know that. Yeah. So I just downloaded it this morning when we got home. Just like Jessica, Jessica and I went to the dentist, got home, downloaded it really quick and beat it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm ready for today, which is great compared to like persona five. Right. Yeah. It's like, Hey, did you put a hundred hours into this game in the last <laughs> two weeks? Nope. Yeah. Um, and it must be hard for you guys like to have these conversations about games and have to play them of like, Oh shoot! Yeah. Like this is especially, a lot of stuff to keep up with. Especially <laughs> yeah. when you play games like Shadow of the Colossus, which aren't good. Oh, <laughs> bringing bring that hot take back I'm out. Bringing that hot take. Back. <laughs> I haven't played it, but it, I was one of those things of like I looked at, it, I was like, I don't think I'm really, I don't think this is my kind of game. Yeah, like I know it's, I know it's not my kind of game. I just give it shit. <laughs> I know, I know it's a classic. I know people love it. I know it's not for me, but I will, I will, I will die on that hill. <laughs> it's an okay hill. That horse yeah. controls like a boat. 
but anyway, so yeah, I liked I liked the brevity of it. I liked that it had a message that it wanted to tell and it told it. Can we yeah. talk about how I managed to hold it together throughout the entire game until we got to the, it got to the part with um like whenever it's you and Krish walking and he's like walking with you and then he's kind of floating like fading yeah, away yeah. and you're walking away from him and like if you hold yeah. if you touch the phone like he catches back up because you pause yeah um, oh I didn't know that yeah so he'll like catch back up and so you have to just not touch the phone and just let him go away yeah and like that was the hardest thing is like doing that walk That's and really she just sad. looks so sad and he's there and like you just want to go back but you're like nope I have to leave yeah. I have to let him float away and even going through that process of learning that mechanic i feel like is so like so translates to real life of like oh well maybe we can like fix this and we can make it work and then like you kind of like put a band-aid over a bullet hole and then it's like well clearly this Mm -hmm. isn't working but you keep trying it to see if it has a different result and then eventually you do just come to the like no like i just can't do this that chapter is called let go Oh yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, it is because I remember it seeing let go, and of course because it's past 2014, I heard let it go <laughs> in my head, which I hated, but that's what I thought of. So I, yeah, that stuck with me. But yeah, I didn't realize you could try to keep make him stay. Yeah, I had no idea. So that's really cool. But that was really sad. Yeah, um, no, it's it was so sad, and like something it it reminded me something that I kind of felt when I did it is like whenever you stop being like I mean it can be in a relationship with someone it can be friends with somebody mm-hmm. and you kind of still feel that initial urge to like but I want to check their Facebook yeah. like, I want to check their Twitter like what are they doing yeah. and like each time you check it you kind of know like this is bad I shouldn't be holding on to this mm-hmm. I shouldn't do this yeah. and like that's what it reminded me of like you want to touch the phone you know and like yeah. make him stay and like and like be connected but each time you do you're like this is bad for me yeah mm-hmm. Or and you, you like, eventually just have to go to send a text, and you're like, I can't, send, like, can't do that yeah. anymore. Or you like feel yeah. like, like if you wait for like a good morning text, you're like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't get those anymore. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's like readjusting and figuring out. It, it, it readjusting, I think, is the best way to describe it. Because yeah, you have to kind of change your mindset. Because um, our days are built around, some depending on your relationship, your days are kind of built around those points of contact. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're so regular and so frequent, your your brain becomes used to it. That sh- that sh- schedule shattered. Yeah, you have so, to find a new normal. Yeah. Exactly. Um, just I'm, I'm so surprised that after I finished the game, my first question to you wasn't so when'd you cry? Because, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like I I can't believe I didn't think about it. Like it just did not occur to me. And so you said like, which is oh, funny. I, I'm like a notorious crybaby. Exactly. That's why he brings that up. Like yeah, yeah. I will find an excuse to cry during literally anything. Yeah, she like. <laughs> I, we were walking to Infinity War last week. No spoilers for Infinity War. Don't worry. We were walking <laughs> into Infinity War last week, and I told her, I was like, hey, at some point during this, I'm probably going to cry because I'm so excited. Yeah. And we, we were like five minutes into the movie, and she looks at me, and she goes, I'm already one ahead of you. So I was just like, are you kidding? <laughs> and I was just like sitting there like sobbing quietly, and oh, it's, it's awful. There's a lot of feels yeah. in that movie for sure. There was there one is. thing that like to everyone else was like, that's what pushed you over the edge? And I was like, yes, I know. I understand okay. what this says about me. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah, we we need to talk about this later. Yeah, I want to know curious. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so we talked general thoughts on Florence. Anything else anybody's got? The before? music. Was oh, yeah. Good. The music's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. And it, uh, I was playing it in the living room, and I had the music up, and Jessica looked over at me and goes, you're at the sad part. Because oh. <laughs> the music is does such a good job conveying the emotions. Yeah, and, yeah oh. and it does. And I don't normally, I normally have my phone on vibrate all the time. 
and I played yeah. through like the first chapter or so, and I feel like I came into work, and I think I was talking to one of the boys about it, or it might have been like one of the IGN guys in there. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of whatever, and they're like, really? Like, I feel like this is a game you would like, and they were, somebody eventually was like, are you listening to it? I was like, no, and they're like, oh, you should That's start over problem. and listen to yeah. it, and I was like, okay, and so once I got, especially like, it wouldn't have made sense really to go much farther um, yeah, yeah. than that without the music, especially when you get to like the music notes part, which is like cool visually, but the music attached to it, it makes it way better. Um, mm. But yeah. And the way, like it just carries the tone and the way that it moves the story. And um, I thought it was great. And the soundtrack is on Spotify, which I was very excited oh, to find out. Ooh, I actually didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. like a cool thing to, to yeah. let people know. Yeah. So, so I yeah. have it saved. I have to like go through and figure out what parts <laughs> I want to put in a playlist because I don't necessarily want to listen to the whole thing. Because yeah. um, like I said, there's a sad part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even that music is so good. Mm-hmm. It is. It's incredibly good. Like I said, it does such a good job conveying emotion and like mm-hmm. where you are in the game and the relationship. It's the- that is one thing I will say. So, like, obviously the game is a mobile game, but – and I th- feel like that implies, like, oh, you can take it on the go. To me, Florence is, like, not one of those games I'd want to play in public no, or in the, on the go. All. Like, that is, a, like, you know, you're in midnight – or you're in midnight. You're in your bed at midnight trying to fall asleep and, mm-hmm. like, you're like eh, I'm, I'm on my phone. And that, that's how I played it, honestly. It's yeah. like I pulled it up and, like, I ended up playing through the whole thing just, like, while I was – trying to fall asleep but it drew me in and just the music and I was just and, and of course like like after midnight you're always just kind of feeling a little sad anyway yeah <laughs> you right. know what I mean so I played it and I was just like oh my god this is this is the most beautiful thing <laughs> I think yeah I, I remember when you played because the next morning I woke up went to work and then came home and you you were awake and you're like yeah I played Florence last night I was like when <laughs> and you're like middle of the night in bed <laughs> it was sad I was like yeah that sounds about right <laughs> Yeah, no, 100%. It is, like, I don't know. Now I want to go back and, like, replay it tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly something I'll probably replay a couple times um, because it's 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 very good. Well, and for those of you who haven't purchased it yet who are, like, maybe listening to this, it's super affordable, too. It's, like, two ninety nine on the yeah. App Store. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's definitely worth it, 100%. I think. 100%. Because I don't normally – if I'm playing a game on, on, on my phone, it's one of those free games that, like, has all the, like, crazy yeah. transactions. Um, yeah. but this is a hundred percent worth supporting the team that put this on. Yeah. No ads, no microtransactions at all. Yeah. Like, nothing. Just like it's just story. Just exactly. Yeah. I say, it's just a really beautiful, like, like I think earlier you said, Andrew, simple, but, uh, gosh, what is the word that you use? Cause you said it and I was or significant or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> story and, and the art's beautiful. The music is beautiful. Um, just a lot of thought went into this game yeah. and a lot of creativity so i think it's it's definitely worth supporting the people who put it out yeah yeah um another thing that i like about this is i don't know about you guys but i have a lot of i'm few in my friend group um of people that play games so mm. a lot of times it's like me trying to explain to people like wait you play video games like i like even to my friends in college who like didn't necessarily know that i played video games and stuff like that i was like yeah and they're like like call of duty i was like <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with Call of Duty, but, like, that's not really, like, my kind of thing. And they're like, well, what other yeah. video games are there? Because there are people that are so removed. And so this would mm-hmm. be, like, a perfect experience to show somebody of, like, this is a yeah. limit, like, 30 to 40 minutes. It's on your phone. It's super accessible. Um, but mm-hmm. showing you of, like, the differences of this medium and how it's grown over the past, oh. like, 
10 years. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think this is, like, kind of an interesting movement of, like, there's so many people that don't call themselves gamers but, like, still play games. Um, yeah. And especially people that, like, have them on their phones and stuff like that. That I think that this is a cool gateway into being, like, hey, I know that you're used to, like, what normal normal mobile games are like. But this is, like, a different type of it. And this could, like, be a cool way to get people who like games but didn't know that this, like, type of experience existed. Um, yeah. To open them up to things like Edith Finch or Gone Home or kind of all of those types of... The more narrative, like, yeah. emotional base mm-hmm. games, short experiences. I don't For know sure. how long Edith Finch is, but Gone s- Home's pretty It's not quick. that long. Yes, yeah. I don't think Edith Finch is very long at all. I think there's a... I think Edith Finch, what makes it long is there's more puzzles than Gone Home. I think that's what makes it longer for some people. I want to say it's like six hours. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Whereas, like, Gone Home, I think I finished in, like, two. I still have never played that, and I've never had anything spoiled for me. Wow. That's impressive. (laughs) The only thing I know about it. Especially with your job. (laughs) Right? The only thing I know about it is that there is, like, this mittens challenge in the middle that you have to have, like, a yarn ball for. And it's a very not-related aspect yeah. from what i understand of like that's yeah. not the it's not like a speed run so you do this mittens the cat challenge it is if you're greg miller right that's like exactly the only exception uh, i'm pretty sure he did that for a challenge didn't he that's the only reason i know it <laughs> exactly. um oh edith finch i guess is only like a two-hour game really i thought it was longer than that i did too but maybe i'll play that tonight too <laughs> i'm looking yeah. to, check my, or to check more things off of my backlog <laughs> I've I've actually at this beginning of the year I made a Google Doc and I'm keeping track of every new game I beat, every new movie I see, every new album I listen to, and every new book I read. Oh my gosh. throughout the year, that's a and lot. It right? Was, like, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it's cool. I, I think yeah. it's cool that you're doing that. It's it's not as hard because I'm really slow at doing things because mm-hmm. I'm busy with work a lot. Yeah. Um, like I just finished a new book today, so I now have a total of two books I finished in 2018. <laughs> um, and the reason I'm doing it is because I have such a bad memory. So when I get to the end of the year, I'm like, what did I do this year? Yeah, like, I know that I've read and played and listened and watched things, but I couldn't tell you what they are. Exactly. So, like, that's why I'm doing it. Um, I like that, no, though. No, it's, it's a cool idea. I feel so like if I, I don't remember stuff and it's only May, so I can't exactly. imagine, like, by the time you get to December. Exactly. So, like, I actually need to add Florence to my list. And that's actually one of the cool things about doing this show is I can add stuff to my list. Mm-hmm. Um, it forces me to add stuff to my list, which is nice. I love but, it. Anyway, tangent. Um, so we kind of went over the game as a whole already. Yeah. We talked about, we, did we and re- kind of, I mean, cause the game is so focused on one relationship. We kind of went over that as well. Yeah, I feel exactly. like, so. cause I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at this, this sweet <laughs> document I got going on. All eight of those words. <laughs> yeah. All eight words. Um, and I'm trying to, I was like, we're okay. Where are we? Yeah. Relationships and games. I think we kind of covered that. I think so. So it's hard to have wanna... a long talk about like at this point, the talk is more game. longer than the game. <laughs> Yeah. Well, once again, unless you're the kind of funny crew, wasn't it like I think one of the MCU Civil and War movies, was, was Civil War? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there was like one of the that were longer than the actual movie. Guardians Two <laughs> yeah. was getting close. I feel like Spider Man was getting up there too. This is, this is absolutely so funny. Bonkers. Yeah, um, those were really great though. I, I love were. them. I yeah, uh, they were really fun. Even though I didn't watch all the movies, don't tell anyone. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> it's just a lot, and it sometimes is. I just J- don't. I can't bring myself to care about Captain America all the time. I don't care about Thor, so. Oh, but did you see Ragnarok? <laughs> I did. I didn't really. It was okay. <gasps> okay. He breaks my heart. I know. We'll, we'll talk about it. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Breaks my um, heart. So, is it story time? I think it's story time. All right. Story, story time. time. 
So, Joey, you're the guest. So, for the for the question this week, we asked, what's your worst breakup story? Or what, what's your most monumental? Oh, yeah, most monumental breakup story. Can be monumental because it was the worst. Yeah. But. Well, it was funny because Jess and I were talking about this of, like, I don't necessarily know that I have one. Um, that's fine. I feel like, I don't know. I think that's what made this game interesting of, like, I like that... I mean, I like that there was an ending past the ending of the relationship. Like, that's not where the story ended of, like, hey, you can separate and find your passions and stuff like that. And I think that's why movies like 500 Days of Summer and, like, even more to an extent La La Land connect with me of, like, relationships end and that's okay and that's normal and life doesn't have to be this, like, Hollywood fairy tale where you get swept off your feet and have this, like, magical happy ending. Um, And especially with La La Land of, like, you can be two people that were right for each other for a time. Um, and it's okay that it's like that. Like not every relationship obviously is going to be the be all and end all. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I have any, like they've all been like pretty amicable other than like dumb high school, like dramatic yeah. things, but you're, you're not being dramatic because you care. You're being dramatic to be dramatic because you're in high school and like, it's fun. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better term of like, yeah, everyone I mean, knows when you're in high school and you, you're just like dumb. And I mean, and I'm pretty sure you were a uh, former emo kid as well. Oh, a hundred percent. So like, I think, and we were as well. Oh, so yeah. I, we Hardcore. can totally identify with that. Yeah. When you're you know, like, like I, laying on your bed and just like listening yeah. to the used on repeat. Yeah. Of, like, That's who I was going to mention. Me. Blue and yellow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you just listen to the used on repeat. <laughs> 100%. No, that's like the best, oh, like, perfect. emo, sad, woe is me kind of music. Oh, yeah. Um, like, the last week, I've been back on, like, my post, like, po- uh, pop punk emo post hardcore bullshit. Because mm-hmm. um, I've been listening to so many podcasts lately. I haven't really been listening to music. So I pulled out all my vinyl records of all, like, pop punk and just stacked them up and just listened to all of them. It was great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> pop punk music is so, like emo music just gets me on a different level. Yeah. Um, Same. <laughs> I remember this wasn't like a breakup, but when I my freshman year of college, when we were all moving out from the dorms, there was this boy that I like loved and he he had like the swoopy emo haircut and he oh, had no. the like uh snake bite snake piercings bites. Yeah. <laughs> and he burned me a CD. <laughs> And the first track on it was Smother Me by The Used. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, And I just remember, like, my roommates are packing, and I'm just, like, laying on my bed, like, listening to it and being like, oh, summer's going to be the worst, and this sucks, and stuff like that. Yeah. (sighs) I remember, oh, man. So this kind of ties into this a little bit uh, as far as worst breakups. But I remember there was a girl I really liked. She had a boyfriend. So nothing could happen. And I remember it was, I was really sad about it one night and I, this sounds so, so cliche, but it was literally thunderstorming out and raining out. Oh my god! So I took, I took a camping chair and sat in my garage in the middle of the night and I just listened to, uh, Lindsay quit lollygagging by Chiodos oh my and gosh. boy who blocked his own shot by brand new, brand new. Just those two songs on loop for like three hours. Oh my god! I am the I am the actual worst. I am. We've said it before on here, but I am human garbage. Like. Oh man, Chiodos. That's one that I haven't listened to in a very long time. Right? Like Jessica put on a Chiodos song earlier today for whatever reason. I was like, "What is this?" That's Craig Owens, <laughs> right? Still... Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, well, what's weird about that is, like, I hadn't thought about that band in a really long time. And then, like, uh, this is the final year of Warp Tour. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, my manager at work R. was R. talking to me um, about, like, she's like, oh, you probably don't know this, but I used to be a huge emo kid. And I was like, oh, me too. She's like, you know Chiodos? I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't thought of that band in forever, <laughs> but yes. And then we kind of, like, just gushed about, like, basically what we're doing right now yeah. is, like, what I did with I her. Um but yeah, so I listened to them a little bit today, and I was like, "Oh my god, I, I haven't listened to this in so long." But I still know the words. Yeah, to like exactly. all of Bone Palace Ballet. I, that was my joke. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something uh, about emo music that, like, perfectly—it's the perfect balance of like you understand my emotions, like the like sadness or the hurt or whatever it is, but you also understand the anger <laughs> at the same mm-hmm. time, and it's like a perfect yep. balance of like, "Oh yeah, this is a song that I can like scream at the top of my lungs while also crying," and it totally works. Yeah. Well, like I said, especially when you're in, in you're in high school and like everything's the wor- every day's the worst day of your life yeah. kind of thing. Um, everything's just, the be all end all, and it's like ex- high yeah. high highs and low low lows. Exactly. Those hormones, man. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Itchy every time. When we, yeah. we were talking about prom earlier, kind of funny prom, and everyone's like, "Would you go back to high school?" And I was like, "I I don't think I have the emotional resiliency to go through all I, of that all over know. again." <laughs> And you know, I, I I've thought about that a couple of times, like just to myself, like when I go back to high school, and I never even thought about like the emotional like armor I would need to deal with that. I'm like, yeah. Nope, nope. What? No, now that I'm thinking about that, nope. No. no the answer you. was already no. I wouldn't want to go back, but now it's definitely hell no. I feel yeah. like life just gets easier once you can kind of curate like who's around you constantly. A hundred percent. Like, oh, I don't so... really vibe with you. Like, I don't. I'm not forced to be with you for eight hours a day necessarily. Exactly. Yeah. Especially because there's there's always that one kid who's in every one of your classes that you cannot stand. Yeah. But he's in like six out of your eight classes. And you inevitably and get matched with them for like a group project and you're like, Are you yep. kidding me? Out of everybody yeah. in this whole class. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I feel like with high school, what adds to the, the drama of breakups is like you're forced to see that person. Like, it, yeah. you know, when you grow up, like you don't really have to deal with that as much anymore. Yeah. It's like you I'm not saying that you can. I mean, of course, I guess you could still avoid them. But then that makes it a bigger thing. Yeah. You, know, you have to put school. effort into avoiding someone. Yes. Yeah. And then you have like your friends who are like, oh, there, you know, there he is. There he is. Or, That's know? the worst part when you have that whole like. The breakup between somebody sucks, but then, like, the ripple effect of, like, how it affects the friend groups and stuff like that, especially in something like a high school environment where everyone is just, like, all up in each other's business versus as an adult, you can break up with someone and, like, yeah, friend groups have to process it, but they can also have their own relationships exist outside of it that you don't have to be a part of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That actually ties really well into my worst breakup story. Let's hear it. Um, it. (laughs) So mine was actually the girl I dated right before Jessica. Um, she's gonna, I'm not going to name names. Um, but she, we dated for like eight months and it was a hard rebound on, on my part as far as dating her. Um, I was, I, it took me a long time to realize like, dude, I am not happy. Oh no, I'm not happy. Um, she, she essentially gave me an ultimatum to tell her that I loved her or she'd break up with me. And I was just like, this Oh boy. So I, I, I did it because I was just like, oh, okay. And like, you know, it was one of those things where she was, it was, I was her first boyfriend. It was, it was a mess. It was a lot of red flags that I was just <laughs> ignoring. Like I just had blinders on. I was just like sprinting for the finish line. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was an, it was a mess. Um, so I broke up with her and Jessica and her were like acquaintances. Like you guys kind of knew each other. You guys hung out outside of school every once in a while. She was friends with one of my friends, yeah. but we weren't really friends. Or, like, 
each other. But yeah. she, it was one of those things that was kind of weird because like Andrew and I met through working at a newspaper at our school, yeah. and like we became pretty good friends and like we're pretty close. And it's like it wasn't until you and I became friends that she like really wanted to become friends with me. Yeah, yeah. We were, her and I were dating, so she, yeah, she got crazy jealous and wanted to become friends with Jessica. Um, so anyway, break up with her, and then like three months, four months later, Jessica and I start dating. Um, and Uh-oh. I've like, I've separated myself completely from this relationship. Like over like this, I broke up there right at the beginning of summer because I'm a high school cliche. And, <laughs> um, like she would message, she messaged me on Facebook. I was like, Hey, I really miss you. Or, like we had to do like the whole exchanging stuff that we had left at each other's houses kind of thing. I was just like, I don't want to do any of this. You can keep it. I really don't care. Yeah. Um, cause like, I just did not want to deal with it. But anyway, Jessica and I started dating and then like she said things to Jessica regularly. Like she would pull Jessica aside or like text Jessica, like talking shit about me what? and be like, calling like calling me like a womanizer and being like, you're better than that. Like telling Jessica, she's better than that. And like getting really, really weird about it. And like, it got to the point where like, I went to my guidance counselor at school. And I was like, Hey, I need, I need to have an intervention with somebody. And she's <laughs> like, she's like, okay. And she's like, who is it? And I told her who it was. And she, that was, her student as well as the same guidance counselor and she's like all right let's bring her in so oh brought her in and we had a like a three person sit down I was like you gotta stop like this is you gotta cut this out and she was really upset and just like i'm just like this is got this is insane this is not worth it this was like eight months of us dating and this is not worth any of this like Oh, this man. reaffirms that I would not go back to high school. Thing. Yeah, yeah. She is. She is that sounds like the worst thing ever. Like being in a, a room with your ex and a guidance counselor. Yeah. That just sounds like a nightmare. She was literally the only <laughs> ex I have that I don't talk to, or like I'm not on good terms with. Yeah. She was literally the only one. She blocked me on Facebook. Cool. I'm all right with that. Oh um, man. I have not seen her. She. I'm pretty sure she's married now. Um, I think she got married right like not long after high school, like when she was still in college. Uh, yeah good riddance bless like, your that was... guidance counselor though for taking on this like right counseling <laughs> role to try and figure Dude. out like how to get shout this girl to... to like be chill shout out to darcy darcy was the best <laughs> i miss darcy um but yeah no it was oh it was a nightmare and like her friends were also very petty so they were trying to get on it too and oh, didn't they like text you like or she was texting you from a friend's phone like trying to like hook yeah, up with you yeah I about that no that was when we were still Who dating this when we, girl we, we were kind of on the her and i were kind of on the rocks like i was like hey i need time to myself like i'm not gonna i i just like we were still dating but i was like i gotta i gotta have alone time i can't yeah. like, give me a week of just like finals are coming up i'm super stressed my dad was sick at that point i was just like i gotta fucking just do my own thing and she's like, okay, that's fine. Did not understand at all. And so, yeah, like, during that week, she would take her friend's phone, whose number I didn't have, and text me and try to hook up with me. And I oh, found out God. later. I was like, because I, I, I It texted, was like a weird test. It was like yeah, she was it was, it was, it was really a weird strange. test. I, text, I took the number and I texted my friend, who had pretty much everyone's number. I was like, yeah. who is this? And he's like, it's this person. I'm like, cool, thanks. That's what I thought. Yeah. And, yeah I know exactly like, what this is now. Yeah. And I, was, and, like, I even texted her. I was like, hey, so-and-so please stop doing this and leave me alone for the rest of the week. Like I asked yeah, and no, no response. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Thank yeah. you. Jessica. <laughs> yeah, oh no, it gosh. was, it was an interesting yeah. thing. It was a mess. That's my worst breakup. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm going to be, I, I, I'm with Joey. Okay. 
I don't have a monumental breakup story because I've never had a monumental breakup. Um, and I've only had one breakup before I um, started dating Andrew and I broke up with him and it was I just, I don't know. It, like, I don't even, it was so, it was such a casual thing that I don't even really remember how I did it. <laughs> I think that we used to, cause it was, it was high school mm-hmm. and we used to pass like this notebook back and forth to each other. Um, that way, like one of us would like write notes during class and then I'd be like, go to his locker and like hand it to him and, and he'd write back type thing. And I think I remember just like, he wrote something in the notebook and I like gave it back to him and I was like, Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Man. I know. Um, I don't know. I've had a lot of like, I don't know. All of my relationships were more undefined, I think, before Andrew. Yeah. It was weird. I, I have you, had you a were, weird you were love it's life. It's complicated on Facebook. Yes, yeah. I was yeah. the it's complicated <laughs> person. No, it was always like I had I mean there was one guy where we were like best friends and for probably two or three years. And we both liked the other one, but like no one would ever really make a step toward it. No one wanted so we to just like kind of make like, the first move ever. So we just like danced around and like and, and liked other people and and like it, it it was just it was weird. But that was like my most. What's funny with that is like I I knew the guy she's talking about, mm-hmm. um, and I knew when I first met Jessica, I knew him or her as one of his friends, and so I just assumed that they were dating because they were. I knew they were. A lot like, of people really, did. They were really <laughs> close, and I knew that like as an outsider looking in, I was just like, okay, those two are dating. Yeah. Well, and like we used to like hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah. one of those things. It was weird, and like there, like we, like it was, it was strange. Like, it, yeah. like I said, it was undefined, but it was like there, but it wasn't. Yeah. And it wasn't until um, I kind of like I, we still talked a little bit, but like we kind of we you guys have, still talk every once in a while. We, I still talk. Like he's a great person, but I, we we didn't have a falling out, but we just started talking a little bit less. We both got busy, and I started dating Andrew. And it wasn't until I started dating Andrew that he was like really like, oh, but hey. honestly that's like a real thing of like people only want you when you're unavailable it's like where were you these like past months where i was like trying to be like hey hey boy what's up it's like and now that i'm over that now you're all interested like that's um that's some of that like the game bullshit no Mm. that is that is the realest shit that has been said tonight (laughs) that's true yeah um Um, wow okay Um, breakups man yeah so we've got uh if nobody else has any bad breakup stories, we've got two reader responses. Oh, I like one of them uh, is long. The other one, one is like a is sentence. Long, so. <laughs> um, all right. So the first one. All right. Buckle up, buttercups. Ooh. The story is kind of long. Uh, feel free to cut it. I'm not going to because we're already running short. So I'm going to take my sweet time. Yeah. So my sophomore year of college, I was dating someone who's about six years older than me. I was making terrible dating decisions. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it started in a really wild and unstable way, so it shouldn't be surprising that it ended that way, too. We've been having problems for a while, mostly related to her drinking way too much way too often. After the last alcohol-related instance, we had a big fight, and I resolved that if it happened again, I was going to break up with her. Cut to the night of my school's drag show. Things were going fine. I did my performance, and we were being cute and coupley. Then the show wrapped up, and she told me she wanted to bail on the after party, even though she had promised me she'd come. I was bummed, but said it was fine, even though I was still going to go. It was all downhill from there. She was mad at me for wanting to go to the party. Then she was mad that cleanup was taking a long time because she wanted me to drive her back to my apartment so she wouldn't have to bus. I missed calls from her because I was cleaning, so she stormed out. I called her back when my roommate and I got in the car to go to the party, and she basically just yelled at me and hung up. My roommate suggested we go to the party and try to have a good time. 
at the party, I immediately got as intoxicated as possible and whatever substances I could get my hands on. Oh, geez. Uh, she called me multiple times during the party, and I finally snapped and told her I was done. I spent the rest of the night crying outside and making questionable life choices until my roommate finally grabbed me and we went home. I then had to deal with my ex still being in my apartment, and we fought for another couple hours, my poor roommates. <laughs> I was having lunch with my parents the next day, so I had oh. to go do that. Then come back oh to more God. fighting and insisting we were breaking up. I won't get into the rest of the stories because this is already way too long, but I ended up having to break up with her multiple times because she just wouldn't accept it. And she did all kinds of crazy manipulative shit to get me back, including lying about a suicide attempt. So yeah, that's the shorter version of the story. Story: Don't date possessive alcoholics, kids. Anyways, as always, love you all, and hi, Joey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hi, mystery submitter what? of this crazy-ass story. Ooh. Oh, my God. What a whirlwind of a week. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's like a whirlwind of, like, three hours. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine all of that happening at the same time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think the final straw for me is, like, and then I had to have lunch with my mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. no. After a I'm, like, super hungover. Breaking, yeah. In the midst of trying to break up with someone that won't let me, and like who won't hiding. leave my apartment? Yeah, <laughs> I would be like afraid uh. to leave my apartment, and that she'd just like hunker down and be like, "No, I'm not leaving," and this is my apartment yeah. now. I'm like, I, I what, what do you even do in that situation? <laughs> Call the cops, I guess, yeah. man. Oh yeah, that sounds like a nightmare, friend. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Yeah, seriously. Don't oh my date gosh. possessive alcoholics, kids. Moral of I the story. Is, that's, I think that's, that's a fair good advice. life advice. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. <laughs> All right, so this one is the pretty much the exact opposite. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's very short. It's literally two sentences. I once had a girl drive six hours to see me to only break up with her. Most awkward weekend ever. Oh, oh that's no. rough. <laughs> okay, but I have okay. questions. <laughs> Like, did you break up with her at the beginning? Like, did she yeah. like did she come for a weekend? Because six hours seems like a long time to drive for just like a like hangout and then leave. Yeah, like a like a one day kind of thing. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, I would assume that they they hung out all weekend and he knew he was gonna break oh, up with her the whole so weekend. Awkward. And waited till the very end, which in that case, that takes some willpower. Yeah, and I'm sure she like, probably was like, "Why is he being so weird?" Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, thank you. Yeah, that's... Honestly, it's like, I know that there's the kind of the rule of like, oh, don't break up over text or phone call, but like... Six just, hours? Just, yeah. just do the phone call. I think we need like, to rewrite this rule right now, and everyone's listening needs to abide by <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. If they live farther than three hours from you, a phone call or text is totally fine. You don't need to do it in person. <laughs> I think a phone like, call is fine. I still don't know how I feel about okay, the breakup yeah, okay. over text. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so yeah. So I mean, I think rewriting... that there's a threshold for it. Like, if you're just casually dating, I think you'd be like, I don't think this yeah. is working out. I don't think you have but to have if you're like, an a conversation item, about it yet. If you're, like, going to weddings together and stuff, yeah. don't do that. Okay, so yeah. So Joey's right. Rewriting the written, written rule. I just got attacked by the cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't don't text ever. Call is okay three hours plus travel time. Yeah. Well, and, like, I'm just thinking about it too. Like, if I drove six, because like she has to drive six hours back now, and yeah. she was just dumped. Yeah, like oh, there's sucks. nothing. I mean, I guess like driving and like listening to music can be kind of like cathartic, but like it's the best I don't and know. the worst of like oh I have all yeah. this time yeah. to think and like holy shit I have six hours where I'm just stuck with me and my thoughts in a car and well, like especially... at least the way my brain works is it's like yeah I go through the whole gamut of emotions and possibilities and stuff like that. Especially because, like, with six hours, like, you're clearly driving on the highway. 
And a lot of that is just straight. Yeah. Like, it doesn't take a whole lot of brain power to drive that. So you are literally just alone with your thoughts. <laughs> so oh. I think that makes it worse, yeah. But, That's like, rough. having to go through an entire weekend or time knowing that you're going to break up with someone but not being able to do it yeah. and trying to, like, be normal mm. also so. does not, not sound fun for fun. anyone. Especially, like, if you guys had stuff planned, like, oh, yeah, let's go see a movie and stuff. It's like, I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want you to uh, touch me. Like, yeah. I don't want any of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Those are All two right, very fine. different stories with two <laughs> both terrible yeah and both i'm terrible. very sorry for both of you <laughs> uh yeah so Are we pulling up the random I number generator random number generator is okay. literally a 50 50 shot on who wins the <laughs> uh gift card so the winner is number one so the one with the possessive drunk uh significant other you and at the it. very least, that person deserves ten a ten dollar yeah. gift yeah. card. Yeah, definitely. If anything, if in the second story, the person who got dumped deserves the ten dollar gift card for the gas money. True, yeah. true. But we can't, we can't get them that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, entry number one, we will go ahead and we'll message you and get you a gift card of your choice to Steam, eShop, whatever you want. So, yep. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. So Sweet. once again, uh, Joey, where can people find you if they want to uh, know more about like you, you know if tweets, they're one of the they... five people yeah, who exactly. listen to our podcast that doesn't follow kind of funny yeah where uh, can they find you? You can find me everywhere at Joey Noel, Twitter, Excellent. Instagram, not on Reddit or Facebook, which I'm very salty about. I'm Joey Noel eighty eight on both of those. Oh, but I got the important my... ones, so that's that's the win. Um, and then was... occasionally on youtubecom slash funny. Yeah. Uh, no, I was speaking of usernames and stuff. I was working on my resume earlier today, and I was putting my social media stuff on there. And Jessica's like, "Man, we got to work on your branding." Because <laughs> you I'm different? all o- I'm all over the place because I like it's take like what I want is taken literally everywhere. Mm. My own PSN name is spelled wrong because I can't spell my own last name. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's it's just a mess. It's like, a mess, I, Joey. I am a, I'm a branding nightmare. <sighs> um, we got to work on this. <laughs> I, I'm trying so hard, but it's very difficult. Um, but yeah, so yeah, follow Joey. She's wonderful. She posts she great is. content. Uh, very funny too. Yes, oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> I try. No matter no matter what people say and think it's Andy, it's really Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I actually told him that story the other day, um, and he was like, "You shouldn't have told me that because now I'm just going to take credit for literally anything you ever." I was going to say, I'm sure he oh was super flattered and like, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it. This is probably the shortest episode we've done for the shortest game we've ever done. Yeah, so. I would say Florence is also a good, like, 40 <laughs> hours short. I mean, what have we done? We've done, like, Breath of the Wild, oh, Persona 4, and 5. Yeah, Witcher 3. Um, yeah, so... Oh, Overwatch, yes. which literally doesn't have an end. <laughs> yeah, you're picking some, like, in-it-for-the-long-haul games. Yeah, exactly. We're honestly... we're uh, when Whenever Jessica mes- messaged you, we're like... I wonder if she's going to pick God of War. And Jessica's like, I hope she picks God of War. That- we're both really excited to talk about God of War. Yeah, that was <laughs> what I was going to pick. But at that point, I hadn't even gotten it yet. And I, yeah. I'm still only seven hours in. Which, like, yeah, in so theory, I'm, like, right there. it probably would have been great motivation for me to actually finish it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I know. I still, I still need to finish. I, I'm sure that's going to have an amazing episode. Because even just as far as I've gotten, like, that's a whole different yeah. dynamic of relationship <sighs> there. Yeah, I, I I can't wait to talk about it. I'm I'm I finished it last weekend and oh god, I can't wait. Can't I'm wait. impressed that you guys that you haven't gotten spoiled about anything, Jess. 
I know, I've been trying really hard. Because <laughs> yeah. it seems so, like if you guys are both playing it but in different parts, that would be difficult to try and manage. Well, after the first third, like, I made, I made it a point to not play whenever she was around. Got it. So I beat the game while she's at work. I would only play when she was at work. So, yeah, we have, like, fairly opposite work schedules. So you can usually play when I'm at work. Yeah. And then on top of that, I'm a total night owl, and Andrew is up by, like, 7 a.m. every day. Oh, well, I, have be, I have to be at work at 6, I have to be at work at 6.45, so I'm up at 5.30 every morning. Oh, that's... So I'm, I'm going to go to bed in, like, I'm not, I'm not even kidding, like, two hours. <laughs> oh, so. man. Okay, so that works. Uh, so at least you guys have, yeah. like, your time that you could do it without, like, spoiling the other. That exactly. works out pretty well. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> We've been delaying the end of this for a while. Um, thank you so much, Joey, again for taking time out. Up Seriously, here Friday this has night been incredible. To hang out. It's so fun. Anytime. Yeah, anytime you want to come back, feel free. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. So, and we will <laughs> see you. Uh, oh, we gotta we gotta talk about Patreon. That we. Oh yeah, we probably we're should. Bad at this we are. Podcast <laughs> thing. Um, so if you like uh, the content, you can get it three days early um, on Saturdays, every other Saturday. If you're a patron at the $1 or higher level, patreon.com slash KKGG podcast. Uh, if you're $5 or higher, you can get a bonus episode every month and access to our monthly stream where we just hang out and play games with you guys. We played Jackbox a couple weeks ago. Um, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, if you like the show, you can support us over there. All the money that goes into the Patreon goes directly into buying equipment for the show. Um, so we can get better stuff. We recently bought a mixer thanks to your guys' help and new cables. So our, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but our audio quality has gone up a lot because of that. Yay. So thank you guys so much for making that. Po- yeah. So thank <laughs> you so much for making that possible, guys. We couldn't do this uh, as well without you. And there wouldn't be a point of doing it without you guys. So thank you guys so much. Um, we What are we doing next time? Do you know? Do we have that planned out? Well, I, mean, I know we have it planned out, but you know off the top of your head? I do, but yeah. I'm going to announce it on Patreon first, because that's another thing that we've been doing, oh, the yeah. $1 tier, is we give you guys kind of the early access to who's the next guest. I'm very glad Ooh. you're here doing this with me, because <laughs> I'm yeah. so bad at this. Yeah. So, yeah, patreon.com uh, slash kkggpodcast, uh, exclusive updates and stuff like that. We up, try to post every Sunday um, what we're kind of doing in life and what games we're playing and stuff like that. So, it's a lot of fun. Yes. So, thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you guys in two weeks with our next guest in game and we will catch uh joey at kind of funny prom which is only what like like, two months away yeah like a month and a half away so incredibly excited and also if you're listening and you haven't already bought your tickets buy them because it's gonna be incredible you can come out the three of us and a bunch of other people it's gonna be (laughs) really fun it's gonna be a blast especially the three of us uh obviously (laughs) we were talking about like planning stuff today and like that's pretty much my life right now and it's very oh, exciting. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure you and Tim are both like in total prom mode. Oh yeah, it's the best yeah. kind of mode to be in though, because it's like For I'm sure. just listening to like the "She's All That" soundtrack and. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's nice. perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you in two weeks. Bye.